do 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 poop times what up everybody it's your boy chris manager and owner of joe burrow tiger king and host of the panzer optional dynasty football uh poop times podcast uh, back at you with another week. I know it's been a little hit or miss these past few weeks, but you know things have been a little hectic in life. So I'm back here to talk some shit about what's been going on in the fantasy football league and about the playoffs, where we're at, where we're going. Uh, first things first, I want to talk about Beer Bitch Watch. Um, you know, obviously it's down to me and D Speed. Like we're in the playoffs, we're in the Beer Bitch uh, Toilet Bowl uh, battle for number one pick, batter, battle for the privilege of serving this incredible fantasy football team or fantasy football league beers over the course of a weekend. So I think that, you know, looking at the projections and we'll get into this a little bit more going forward or uh, later in the episode, looking at the projections, um, you know, I'm projected to win 141.15 to 133.6, but he's playing Aaron Jones and Tyreek Hill, who in the past Aaron Jones has gone off against me for 35 and Tyreek Hill had 57 points against me a couple weeks ago. So I, you know, I just can't be certain what's going to happen in that. I'm about to talk about that a little bit more later in the episode. Um, as for the Jameis watch, I'm just going to retire that segment. I think, I don't think Jameis is ever coming back. Um, instead I would like to, uh, continue to talk about things that I find interesting in the league. Uh, and the biggest story this week, I think, was Jalen Hurts' uh, phenomenal performance, both from a fantasy perspective and from a just eye test perspective. He looked very good. He was a natural-born leader out there. He put up 18.28 points. Um, you know, and that's what uh, I think that was Miles Sanders said, that it was nice to have a leader on the team again. <laughs> and, you know, when you got your star running back saying shit like that, uh, you know, it just doesn't bode well for the return of uh, Carson Wentz. So, you know... Uh, I don't know what's going to happen there with him, but Jalen Hurts looks like he was a pretty good pickup for uh, me in the draft and then an unfortunate trade um, to Rye, who then gave him up for a fifth-round pick to Jaron. So, yeah, that's where we're at that one. So on to the rest of the episode. We've got some breakdown of last week's games, not too much, and then we'll get into uh, an analysis of what we have going on um, coming up. So. Okay, let's get into what happened in week 14 in the first round of the Panzer Optional Playoffs, where we have both Jaron and Rye with uh, first-round buys. As everybody remembers, Rye kind of snuck in there with the first-round buy when he, in week 13, um, beat uh, Matty Ice, who, again, miraculously made playoffs. He Matt scored 80.34 points in week, week 13. I mean, uh, it's just astounding to me like I that he's in playoffs and now granted you know he lost first round like we'll get to that but still so Rye won that game and Josh lost to the people's champ and that there gave Rye the tiebreaker well he has more points than Josh and allowed Rye to have the first round pick or not first round pick first round first round by um bringing us into this week's matchups where we had uh First things we'll talk about, can you dig a sucker versus Billy O's? Billy O's team should not be in the playoffs. It just shouldn't, it never should have happened. Um, he is not even like he, he, he is who we thought he was. 
1,556 points throughout the regular season. Um, And he's just uh, consistently put up abysmal weeks, 117 points this week, although he did outperform his projections of 106 points. So incredibly, he had 106 points um, overall projected, and he's in the playoffs. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, he lost to Kenyu Digzasaka, who had 182.02 points. Lamar Jackson had 34 points. Alvin Kamara had 22 points. Uh, Stefan Diggs, Kenyu Diggs uh, had 29.1 points. Michael Thomas had 16 points. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, 16 points. Allen Robinson had 27 points. It was just an overall good performance for him. Matt started uh, Austin Hooper, who was out, apparently had zero points. Um, that's like last week, Matt, he, he started a kicker that was on a bye. Like, I just don't, I just don't get it. Um, Giovanni Bernard had 2.3 points. Le'Veon Bell had 5.5 points. Interestingly, I don't know how many of you guys remember this, but I had drafted Le'Veon Bell initially with my third round pick, uh, seventh overall pick in the, uh, startup draft. I traded him and OJ Howard in a fourth round pick to Matt for, for Russell Wilson in a second round pick. Now at the time that might've seemed like an okay pick, but it, in hindsight, whoo, Matt, you got bent over on that one, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but you know, I'm I'm sorry. Um, so that's the first round. Or that's uh, the Can You Dig a Sucker versus Billios matchup. Can You Dig a Sucker advances to the second round of the playoffs, and he will take on um, Hungry Dogs, who again had that first round by first week by. Um, second playoff matchup we'll do is Cream of the Co- Cream of the Crop versus Judge Judy. Cream of the Crop won this one 186.38 to 134.16. Um, overall, just a sol- solid performance from um, Phil's team. He had Austin Eckler with 22.6, Mike Davis with 26.3. Who needs CMC, am I right? Uh, A.J. Brown with 24.2. Uh, Cooper Cup had 14. Devontae Adams, who is, I think, the number, he's number two overall wide receiver in the NFL right now or in fantasy football. Um, Devontae Adams had 24.5 points, seven receptions for 115 yards and a touchdown, uh, you know, on the back of Aaron Rodgers' MVP-level play. Um, Blankenship had 14 points. Kicker has just been lights out for him. And Rams defense against the Patriots, who are abysmal. Um, Rams defense had 21 points. And that's not to say that uh, Judge Judy put up a bad score. 134 points is respectable, but it's not playoff material. Um, you know, Matt Stafford was not good because the Lions are not good. Um Rojo had 15 points, which is actually pretty decent. Dalvin Cook only had 19, but that's what he was projected. He just didn't have a, you know an incredible game like he had, he's prone to have occasionally. Robbie Anderson with 17 points. Kenyon Drake with 14. It's the rest of his team that struggled. Oh, and the Washington football team um, had 25 points on defense against the uh, San Francisco 49ers, which is incredible. Um, Chris Godwin, four points. Dallas Goddard, eight points. Adam Thielen, six points. You know, you're not going to win games with those types of performances. So uh, Phil moves on to the second round of the playoffs. He takes on Jaron. And E will play Matty Ice for fifth place. Uh, My hopes are that Rye loses. So so let's look at Rye and Josh first. Rye and Josh are uh, playing against each other this week. Can you dig the sucker versus Hungry Dogs? Um... Hungry Dogs projected 141.77 points. Can you dig a sucker 156.37 points? I think Can you dig a sucker comes away with this one. This is a good matchup. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I, I just I have a feeling that Can you dig a sucker is going to leave this one with the win, and I hope he does because I hope he Rye loses this week and next week. 
make that first round pick better for me, bro. I, I don't want the second or, you know, the eighth or the ninth pick. I want the sixth pick. Give me that. Okay. Uh, you know, and I'll use it wisely. Thank you for that. Um, so that's that's that matchup. I, like I said, I think that we're going to see uh, Kenny Diggs a sucker moving on to the championship matchup. As far as the uh, cream of the crop versus um, the people's champ, uh, the ten and three versus eight and five. So people's champ is ten and three. They've had a, a remarkable turnaround season. Um, cream of the crop, defending champs. Things are starting to come together for him. Um, you know, he's eight and five, but it's not a bad eight and five. He's just, you know, he's been plagued by injuries. Christian McCaffrey's been out. Um, he had issues with Miles Sanders. I think was down for a little bit. Gusecki's been hurt. James Connors, you know, always hurt. Um, Devontae Adams missed a few weeks. Austin Eckler was out. He's got almost at full strength, and he's projected 170 points versus People's Champ's 151 points. People's Champ took a chance with Keenan Allen this week, who was listed as questionable. Likely he's going to have a rep limit. Um, I don't know how smart of a move that was, but he, he's starting him. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I think that the cream of the crop is going to come away with this one. I think that we're going to see the cream of the crop versus Can You Digs a Sucker in the championship. Uh, that's just my feelings. Um as for fifth place and sixth place, I think that obviously uh, Billy is, is going to lose. I mean, I just can't see a world where uh, he's projected 96 points. Like, I I don't even know if he's starting a full team. No, he's starting somebody who has COVID. Well, you know, I mean, I guess he could only make changes, but um, his bench isn't much better <laughs> than that player who's out with COVID. So, anyways, I think that, you know, if all things – are where they're at right now. Billy is going to lose this one. He'll be sixth place. Slazi will be fifth place. Um, now we'll talk about the toilet bowl from last week. Um, well, let's have a let's have a brief interlude. Let's uh, discuss the losers bracket from last week, the toilet bowl, or the winners bracket, if you depending on how you value picks, because one of us is getting the first round pick, first overall pick, one of us is getting the second overall pick. Um, so first up, we'll do me versus Nick because that was a matchup that mattered. Um, I mean, it, it wasn't the matchup that mattered. It was the higher scoring matchup. Let's say it that way. Uh, I put up 137.7 points. Nikki just beat me 140.72 to 137.7. Nikki had two running backs. Derrick Henry had 36 points, and J- Jonathan Taylor had 30.5 points. Um, and he had a he actually his wide receiver Devontae Parker didn't end up playing, um, or he played, but he was a goose egg. Um, I think he got injured early on, so he had zero points. I don't know what, I mean, I, you know, I came close. I needed a couple more points from JK Dobbins to win, but my team's good. Like this is just a, you know, it's one of those things that happens. Like Nikki and I were very close in that matchup. Um, Russell Wilson had 23 points for me. Nick Chubb had 24 points. Uh, DK Metcalf had 18 points. Darren Waller had 14 points. JK Dobbins had 12.3 points. Um, I wish that I would have started Curtis Samuel over uh, Kiki Kiki Cutie. Um, Eight, eight extra points right there, and that would have kept me out of the toilet bowl uh, championship. But as it stands, I'm facing off against Devin, um, and I'm not thrilled about it. But I will take great pride in being the beer bitch if that's what it comes to. I'm not going to be one of those guys that just shows up and buys everybody around the beers at the golf course. Um, I'm not going to be one of those guys that doesn't take the job seriously. Um, you know, uh, I'm I'm not going to do that. So you can rest assured that if, if I end up losing this round, um, you're going to have good beers served nice and cold. 
um, very little head, uh, unless you're into that sort of thing. Um, and you're going to see me doing it in the jersey of my number one overall pick, who will lead me to fulfilling my destiny uh, next season and heading into the playoffs and into the championship match, hopefully next season. In any event, uh, the other matchup that we had this week, it was between D-Speed and uh, your commish, commissioner, Mac Daddy, Seth. Um, it was just a an atrocious matchup. Um, so let's just, Seth was projected to have 126 points and D-Speed was projected to have 139 points. Um, Seth came out of the gate hot with Aaron Rodgers having 30 points because Aaron Rodgers is playing at an unreal level, um, playing probably some of the best football he's ever played. He has 39 touchdowns, I think, through through um, 13 games. Uh, so through 13, through 14 games, yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers, 26 of 33 for 290 yards, three touchdowns, six carries for 13 yards and a touchdown. Where it all fell apart was Daryl Henderson had .5 points for him. Debo Samuel had 0.9 points for him. Evan Ingram had 3.8 points. Sterling Shepard, 6.5. Devin Singletary, 4.4. I mean, these are all his team. Like, his his top two scorers were Aaron Rodgers and then the Cowboys defense, and then five points behind that, Amari Cooper. And outside of that, nobody broke double digits. This was a piss-poor effort from the commissioner's team, and you have to think that he – was stressing about that game. He thought that he was going to be playing me for beer bitch. Um, and clearly I would beat him, you know, I mean, look at his team. Um, so he had to be stressing about that, but unfortunately for me, unfortunately for him, uh, D speed, just, I don't know what happened. Yes. That, that game. Um, well, I do know what happened. Aaron Jones, 15 carries for 69 yards, 9.5 points. That's not, he didn't have a bad game, but Aaron Rodgers was playing lights out, and the rushing game just didn't need to happen. Uh, Peyton Barber, uh, 5.8 points. I'm not sure what happened there. Tyreek Hill had 26 points. Tyreek Hill's just a plug-and-play guy. Forget about it all season long. Um, Eric Ebron only had 7 points. Cole Beasley had 9.1 points. Jarvis Landry only had 9.68 points. And Will Lutz only had 1 point. He missed two field goals. The New Orleans kicker missed two field goals in their loss to Philly. Um, so, you know, that that hurt him quite a bit. Um I don't think that there's anything he could have done differently that would have won him the game based on his uh, his bench. Um, I think this is just what it was uh, for him this week. So DSP moves on to play against me uh, in the toilet bowl this week. Seth and um, Nick Freeze are playing for 7th and 8th place, respectively. Um, in the toilet bowl matchup this week, me versus DSP. I'm projected now. now so I'm watching the game. The Raiders versus Chargers game right now. So my I'm watching Darren Waller's projection go down slowly as the game goes on because they're just not on offense right now. But so I started out projected 141. Shepware speed projected 133.6. I, I don't, you know, it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be that cut and dry. Um, like I don't think it's, you know, a guaranteed win for me, you know, or a guaranteed win for D speed. I think they could go either way. Um, I'm hoping you know, I, I've got Russ Wilson, Nick Chubb, J.K. Dobbins, Justin Jefferson, D.K. Metcalf, Darren Waller. Um, you know, you say those names like that, and there's no reason that uh, I shouldn't put up a, a fairly, you know, impressive score. But at the same time, he's got Tyreek Hill, Aaron Jones, um, you know, both liable to go off for huge games. Rob Gronkowski's had a couple big games, um, 16 points against the Chiefs, 13 points against Carolina, 14 points against the Giants, 16 points against the Raiders, 18 points against the Packers. So, you know, you can you certainly see him in a in a shootout with Atlanta having quite a quite a, a high scoring game. Um, 
And Jarvis Landry's had a few big games too, and it's against the, the Giants. But the Giants defense has turned around recently, so I don't know. At the end of the day, I think that no matter what, while, yes, I am um, – I think that I will do a better job as beer bitch than D speed. Um, I think I'm built for this. I think no matter what, no matter which one of us is beer bitch, you will see uh, a very high performing beer bitch. You will see somebody who takes pride in what they do, wants to do the best job that they can, isn't there to slack off. Um, you know, so that, that's kind of where we're at with it. Um, not, I'm here for it, guys. I'm ready. Let's do this thing. So there you have it. That is the playoff edition of the Panther Optional Poop Times uh, Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, you know, again, I'm sorry that I missed it Missed it here and there. Uh, it's been a, a hectic year, hectic couple of weeks. The hospital has been crazy, keeping me busy. Um, you know, and it's... It can be a lot sometimes, but I love doing this. I'm here for you guys. I don't want anybody to think that this podcast is just dead in the water. It's going to keep coming out. It's going to keep coming out in the off season, not often in the off season, but it's going to keep coming out in the off season. We're going to have more guests on here. Rye is going to get on here. We're going to talk about some trades that have gone on and what's the, what the implications have been for those trades. We're going to shit talk some of those trades as well. Looking at you, Nick Freeze, who in a vacuum, each individual trade, you know, does hold up. But when you look at the overall picture of the trades, there's some questionable decisions that were made that led to you being in the loser's bracket. Um, you know, I, it's been it's been a lot of work being the commissioner of this fantasy football league. Um, you know, and I, I take great pride in the uh, in the amount of enjoyment that everybody seems to be getting out of this league. I feel like I've put a lot into this. I don't think that anybody can take that away from me. Um, you know, I, I I know that earlier in the podcast I did falsely uh, refer to one of our other. Um, you know, managers as the commission, but that's just like, you know, a, a nickname for him. We don't actually think that he has any real power that he's the commissioner. Um, so, you know, uh, and, and like anybody that says otherwise, you know, I think that once all the votes are counted, you'll see that like, clearly I am, I am the commissioner. So I just want to thank everybody. You know, this has been a great season. I'm in, I'm excited to see how the playoffs turn out. I'm excited to see who the beer bitch is. I'm excited to see who wins the championship belt. Um, so that next year I can uh, give the belt to the new champion or, or we can just recrown the current champion. Um, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. But again, thank you all for participating. Thank you for your support as commissioner of this league. Um, and, you know, I'm just excited to see where we continue to go from here. So until next time, fuck all you guys. Let's do this.